Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out the Right Now podcast today, where we are talking about living a life that matters right now and understanding every second, every moment of our day is one that God has given us to live as wise, not as unwise as Ephesians 5, 15 through 17 encourages us us with. And so as we think about that, being very careful, every opportunity that we have, uh, God's given us uh, for uh, to use that moment for his glory. And so as we think of today and specifically on the podcast today, I'm excited because a recent graduate, high school graduate, Samantha Tetter, is hanging out with us today. Samantha, how are you? I'm good. You're good. So recent graduate, tell us where you graduated from. Uh, I graduated from Ridgecrest Christian School. All right, so explain this to me for just a minute okay Okay. this is no shot to anyone or anything okay homeschool yeah all right so but you officially graduated from ridgecrest christian school yeah so the way that works is in alabama you um legally have to have an umbrella school that you're registered under and um you partner with them to keep your grades up and make sure you're using like proper um curriculum so like you know northview has their Rest in peace, Northview. But um, (laughs) Dothan High High. has their (laughs) curriculum and Providence has their curriculum. So we partner with them to do that and make sure it's um, accredited and stuff so I can graduate just like everybody else. I love it. So when you think of your timing in school, you had the best teacher ever, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Shout out to Maggie Tedder. Yes. Mama, Mama Maggie. As she's known. <laughs> oh, we love Maggie. And so uh, anyways, though, Samantha, we want to talk today uh, about three main questions centered in this terminology and these two words right now. But one question before we get to those three is this. If you could do anything, money was an issue, time was an issue, no issues at all right now, what would it be? I would probably go on a year expedition around the world and leave my phone at home. Wow. Leave your phone at home? Like, I'd probably have maybe like a, just like a flip phone that I could text, like call mom with, but, you know, just completely get a nice camera, leave my phone, you know, social media and all that stuff and just go see everything. Have you ever had a flip phone? No. No. Have you ever seen a flip phone? Yes. Okay. All right. So we've seen one at least. I know how to text on them because I send texts for my mom when she was driving. <laughs> the double clicks and all that for the different letters. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't know that. So, all right. Where would you start? Where would you be your first place you'd want to go? Um, I'd probably just start with Europe because that'd be the shortest flight overseas. Um, go through Europe, down... I'd want to see the Middle East, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to be in the Middle East alone. So I'd probably try to find someone to hang out with there <laughs> somehow. Um, and then I'd probably go through uh, Asia, and I'd probably spend a lot of time in Asia. Gotcha. So now you met some boys one time on a trip that we were yes. on. I had to bring that up. Where were they from? They were from Austria. Austria. So I know you'd make a stop in Austria, of right? Of course. Yeah, I remember that day very well. Um, and your dad your, getting... your stress level was probably on an eight after okay. you found that out. Okay, you don't have to call my stress level out. <laughs> I think I did. You were hurting on a crippled man that week. I mean, I was crippled. Um... From church softball. <laughs> Yes, old man life. And so, uh, all right. So you go on a trip. That's really cool. Love to travel. Leave your phone at home. You like music too. So I know yes. you have to have some way of listening to your music. Oh, I just get some, I just get like an iPod Nano and some headphones and go. Yeah, those are very, pro- can you still find those? Like, Yeah, I think you can find them some places. Do they make or like just an iPod now? 
Like, I don't know. Uh, Does Apple still make an iPod? Yeah, they they have, like, a last-generation iPod that's a touchscreen. I mean, if I didn't give it data, it'd still just be music. So. Yeah, gotcha. All right, to our more important questions. Not that that yeah. question wasn't important, but we're thinking about right now, again, living our life, uh, allowing it being one that matters for the glory of God. And so the first question, what is God teaching you right now, Samantha? So it's probably the common answer a lot of people would have during quarantine, but it's to slow down and to wait and see what he really wants. Cause I was, I was just rushing through the end of everything and, you know, onto the next, onto the next. Um, I really just wanted to get through my senior year and do summer stuff. And he was like, um, we're going to slow down. You'll get your senior year stuff. You'll get something for summer, but you really just need to slow down and wait and be still. Cause I was just such, I was in such a rush to get done. So what has happened in your daily life to help you slow down? Outside. Stay at home order. <laughs> Thank you, Governor KIV. <laughs> All right. So how does that look, though? Like in the midst, okay, we've been made to slow down right now. Yeah. But what have you learned in the midst of the process of being made to slow down? Like how do we, when life gets busy again, continue to be consistent and slowing down? I mean, I think I, you got to remember like the best parts of it because the best parts were like because um, our neighbors were stuck at home, too. We spent a lot of time just in fellowship with our neighbors, um, talking about things, talking about fun things, talking about, you know, they shared some of their life and how because they're from Huntsville. And so they told us about how they got down here. Um, and that really made our relationships with those neighbors a lot better. And I'm really glad to have that. And it gave me time just to really just kind of think about things because I, I am an overthinker and I like to think things through, but it was really like, okay, you have nothing else you have to do right now. Why do you want to, why do you want to go to school here? Why do you, what is the reason that you pick what you pick? And it's kind of just given me time to solidify my whys in that. That's cool. And like, so the one thing that I was like, mm, maybe, I don't know, I've just had like three different people come and confirm it to me. Like when I just tell them, oh, I kind of want to do this. And they're like, oh yeah, that's really great. You should definitely do that. And I'm like, okay, okay, I hear you. That's cool. That's cool. So it's, it's cool in the moment where God puts us in a place to teach us something and makes that clear to us. And really we have no other option in that. And I think there's a lot that we could be learning mm -hmm. in this time as we I've uh, had to really slow down, and I know we joke about it a little bit, but I do think God's been at work in this, and oh, uh, yeah, it's been definitely. a part, obviously, of His purpose and plan. So, uh, but very important. Always be thinking about what God's teaching us. And so, second question: How can God use you in your generation right now? Um, do not bend to the social norms. You don't have to say something on social media for you to be doing something. Um, social media is. It's good. It can be used for good things and it can be used for bad things, just like everything else. But I feel like there's a lot of, look what I did, look what I said. I said a nice thing about something or I'm on the right side of this issue or the wrong side of this issue, but I'm going to stay here. And it really, you can't really make a difference without a relationship with people. And I think it's more important to know what you believe and to stick to what you believe, even if it doesn't fit with what everyone else is saying and to just talk about it with people because the my favorite conversations I've had recently have been with some of my friends that I don't always agree with in person over coffee and not in the, some comment section with somebody I don't know. 
So how do you know, how would you answer this as far as what you're talking about as far as uh, social media? How do you know when to say what and how to say it? That's a hard thing to think about. Um, I think there's some things that don't get spoken about enough and I think it's okay to put something out there, but it shouldn't be a, you know, this is a hard fact opinion, but, or this is a hard opinion and it's hard facts when we're like, here's the statistics of what's happening and here's how I maybe interpret them and here's why I interpret them the way I do. But ultimately I want you to take these same things that I looked at and think for yourself and okay, if X and Y, but I think something else about X and Y than someone else would. Yeah. It's so easy just to speak just because everybody else is speaking Yeah, or just the pressure of just saying, uh, what everyone else is saying versus mm-hmm. like being logical yourself. And like there was a bunch of, I don't know what to say right now, but I'm just going to say um, is what I've seen a lot. And if you don't know what to say, you don't need to say anything. Yeah, that's really good. Really and good. You can just say, I don't know what to say right now. And I'm learning. And that's, that's all you need to do. That's good. That's really good. Last question. What's a major current event of great interest to you right now? And I'll say this, this question always makes me nervous. This question always makes you nervous. Yeah, because I don't know what you people are going to say. Um, human trafficking All is right. the big event that is in my face right now. All right, speak to that a little bit more. Um, it, I'll say I don't have any statistics saved, but there's just so, there's so many issues with it. And there's, you know, we've talked about racial issues on the news and we've talked about obviously the coronavirus on the news and stuff, but um, the number of children and people that go missing every year is something that should be on the news every day. Like if we have these corona positive counters, why don't we have counters with the people that have gone missing? You know, just just because it's not a newsworthy story per se to the journalists, it doesn't mean these are people, these are, you know, it's their lives and we don't know where they are. And we don't know what's happening to them and there's a million different things that could be happening to them right um and i just think it's something that nobody really thinks about it's not fun to think about um it's been pretty heavy to look into but i'm glad i did because i didn't know how bad it was so what would you encourage those that are listening today if they wanted to look more into um that current event how would they do that i mean there's an account on instagram that's really good they are a private group that help um they're called um operation underground railroad um and they are obviously looking for people that have been um trafficked and helping them out um their instagram account is our rescue altogether no spaces or dots or anything like that yeah and they have a lot of good information on it and how you can do something about it and they talk you know Obviously, we have to get these people out of the situation, but then we got to give these people hope because yeah. something terrible has been, you know, done to them. And there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to that in the secular world, other than someone just was bad. Right. But what per se makes it bad? But you know, when you give them the hope of Jesus, you know, someone did this to you, but you've already won. Someone's already fought that battle for you. Yeah. And you can be new again and you can move on from this. And there's someplace better than, than this world afterwards because I can't even imagine what it's like. But I would think coming out of that situation, it'd be really hard to think there was anything good for sure in this world to for offer, sure. for it to offer. 
it's clear um, that you've read up on this and uh, I love your heart in that Samantha as far as again not just looking at an account and, and that kind of thing but really like taking interest into it enough to like study it and be able to make logical conversation on it versus just kind of speaking as we talked about even in that second yeah. question and so Samantha as we wrap up today tell us where you're going in the fall and what you're doing so I'm going to Judson College in Marion Alabama um like five percent of the people that I talk about it to actually know where it's at and it's normally because they had a sister or they know someone that worked there or something like that or they're from Marion I met one person from Marion and they're like oh I know about that place um but it's like 45 minutes um southwest outside of Tuscaloosa um and I will be going for secondary education and with English and I'm probably going to end up minoring in Spanish and so your end goal what is it that you feel my end goal is to be an English as a second language teacher. So if I was in the U.S., I would mostly be working with like immigrant, immigrant children in schools, getting them up to their grade level, speaking English. And if I was working somewhere else, I would just get them to um, English fluency for their age level. How did you know that that's what you're supposed to do? I had always wanted to, I've always just felt like I'm kind of restless and that I want to go several places and not necessarily have one place that I am for a long time. And I don't know what long time means in the grand scheme of things, but um, always known I wanted something or I could go anywhere with it. And it's kind of silly, but there was a YouTuber, he lives abroad and that's how he started his journey abroad was someone told him about being an English teacher. And he was like, I work a dead end job that I hate. Let's just go do this. Wow. Um, and I looked into it and I was like, okay, yeah, I, that sounds really fun. Like I could do that and I could do that anywhere. Yeah. Um, and even if I wasn't necessarily in the position where I could like go to a classroom and work a job, um, one of the good sides, like I said, technology has good and bad sides. One of the good sides is you can teach this online over like zoom calls and stuff. Right. And there's different apps that, um, provide children with the ability to do that. So there's lots of ways that I could use it. And I'm really excited to see which ones I go with. Yeah, we're excited too, Samantha. Excited for you, proud of you, thankful uh, for your heart uh, for the Lord, your heart for this church and your time in our student ministry and our time together. We've yeah. had many laughs and uh, whether that was in uh, Boston <laughs> or- Boston, yeah. Yeah, we went to, were you on the trip when we went to New York? Uh, of course. Of course. The infamous course. New York trip. Yeah, um, I remember I met people in the airport that time. That's the, Yeah, that's right. You're always talking to somebody. So mm -hmm. um, anyways, but we're proud of you. And thanks for hanging out with me today. Yeah, Talking on the podcast and encouraging those that are listening. And we're thankful uh, for you uh, for listening and checking this out. And love for you to share it and subscribe to our, our channel and comment and leave us a review. Let us know um, about how today's podcast encouraged you. And uh, if you have uh, anything specific that you would like to talk to Samantha or myself, reach out to us about these current events or the things that we've talked about today. We'd love to have that conversation. And so again, thanks for listening. And we encourage you today uh, to make your life count, to right now live every single moment as the wise person and uh, give glory uh, to God in everything you do. Mm -hmm.